the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. This is the Arthur Idala Power Hour with quintessential New Yorker, attorney Arthur Idala, New York's go-to lawyer. He's here to share his stories from in the courtroom and around the city with interviews from high-profile guests and everyday folks calling in to talk about everything from politics, lifestyle, health and wellness, and more. And now your host, making the case for the city he loves, attorney Arthur Idala. It's not Arthur Idala. He's off tonight and sitting in just tonight for Arthur. I'm John Laboutlier. Happy to be with you. I can't fill his shoes, but I'm sitting in his seat across the table from Alex Garrett producing tonight. And we're going to have a great show for you for the next hour. And I hope during some of the show that you'll be able to call in and talk to us. And I will give that number out shortly. Uh Here's what we're going to talk about. We are obviously going to lead off and talk a little bit more about the submarine and the tragedy of those five people, by the way, wasting their lives and wasting a lot of money and causing all sorts of dislocation in United States, Canada and England to try to rescue people who shouldn't have been doing what they were doing. We'll get to that in a minute. It doesn't take away from the fact that it's a tragedy, but it's an unnecessary tragedy. And then the other topics I want to address during the hour, we're going to open up in a few minutes on the issue of Congressman George Santos, who's in the news twice today. It was revealed who guaranteed the $500,000 bail that he is out of jail on. And the House Ethics Committee revealed that they have 30 different subpoenas out for information on him and that they are doing something very rare. They're running their investigation simultaneous to the Department of Justice investigating Santos, already having indicted him, and still doing more investigating. And what does that mean? And we have a very interesting guest, Robert Zimmerman, coming up in 10 minutes to talk about what he knows about Santos and what it was like to run against him and what it's like for the Republican Party, my party, to, in effect, be harboring this guy who is a disgrace to the American public. Then we're going to switch and talk about all the changes in the media lately, the collapse of CNN, the rise of MSNBC, the firing of Tucker Carlson, what that's done to the Fox ratings, what it's done to Newsmax and News Nation, and the story that broke today that Jeff Zucker, the former head of CNN, who got fired a year and a half ago, is looking perhaps to buy CNN take it back over and run it and exact revenge on the people who fired him. Isn't that interesting? And along the way, we're going to do some talking about other issues with you. And I know a lot of you don't call, but today, why don't you help me out and call me up and give me your opinions. Here's the number, 877-970-2999. That's 877-970-2999. 
So I'm John Leboutier. Why I am here is that I've actually done radio in New York for 40-plus years. And I used to be a U.S. congressman, and I was telling Alex Garrett, the producer across the desk here from me, uh, this little story, which is I got a phone call uh, the week of Thanksgiving 1981 from WMCA, the sister station of this station, AM 970, The Answer. And WMCA is one of the great radio stations in American history. I mean, so many people have come out of that station. Ted Koppel, Dick Brennan, who's anchoring Channel 2 News, was an intern on the show that I hosted. And he never lets me forget it. Um, and so many other great radio hosts, too. Bob Grant, Barry Farber, Barry Gray, all came. Along John Nebel. Uh, so many great. It was a great station. And. So I'm happy to be back here, sort of next door to WMCA. But back then, 40 years ago, Gene Strauss, the um, program director of WMCA, called me up and said, well, you say you want to be a talk radio host. How would you like to host on this Thanksgiving afternoon? We have an opening from 4 to 7. You can host the show, and you pick the guests and just come in and do the show. So I, call, I said, yes, I'd love to do it. And I call up. The Reagan White House, this is the first year of my Congress term and the president's term, and I asked some guy there, I said, I'd like to get the president to call in to the show on uh, Thanksgiving afternoon. And the guy laughed at me. He said, look, the president's going to be at the ranch in Santa Barbara. I really don't think he's going to break away from Thanksgiving to call your show uh, in New York. I said, well, I, I just want to ask. So that was it. I put it out of my mind. Thanksgiving comes, I drive in, go to WMCA, have a producer, not as good as Alex Garrett, who probably wasn't even born yet. But the producer, But I do know about the Good Guys Radio. I got to say, I know about Good Guys Radio back in the day. So Good Guys Radio was it, man. It was the station. And it, that was music days with Harry Harrison and those guys. Then it switched to talk. And talk radio is just one of the great art forms. But anyway, so I get in there. I say to the then producer... By the way, you know, it's possible that President Reagan will call in. And the guy looks at me like I'm a blathering idiot. Well, what president calls into WMCA on Thanksgiving or any day? So I open up the phone call, uh, open up the phones, take phone calls. And Reagan was quite unpopular in the New York area by uh, November 1981. And some guy from New Jersey calls in and he's trashing Reagan. I mean, he's ripping him apart. And I'm trying to defend the president and all that. And I see the producer in the control room on the other side of the glass waving his hands frantically. So I put the headset on, press the button so I can hear the producer who tells me we've got President Reagan on the phone. <laughs> so I tell the caller from New Jersey, you know, Frank from New Jersey. I said, Frank, I got to put you on hold. Someone has called in. It's the president of the United States, Ronald Reagan. And I press the button, and there's the president from his ranch in Santa Barbara. And he probably talked to me and the audience for about seven minutes about his presidency and what he was trying to do. And he was, as usual, fantastic. And that was that. And I've always thought that, that caller who got interrupted, who was trashing Reagan, probably thought, oh, I was trashing Reagan, and Reagan was listening to the show, and he called in like I did to defend himself, which is not quite what happened. But it was great to have him. 
And it sort of launched my radio hosting gigs. And then in 1984, I did something that I'm very proud of. I had a one-hour live, commercial-free, national interview of Richard Nixon, his first live radio interview since resigning the presidency 10 years earlier. He'd never done an interview on radio for those 10 years. He agreed to do it with me on the ABC Talk Radio Network, and it was a fantastic hour from one of the most intelligent, amazing men anybody's ever heard. And those are the highlights of my radio career, but I've had a lot of great interviews with great people and substituted I'm here I am for Arthur Idala, but I substituted for years for Bob Grant on WMCA, Barry Gray on WMCA, Barry Farber. I ended up as a regular guest on Barry's show right up to the day he died, which I think he died on his birthday in May three years ago. And he was a dear friend of mine. Anyway, that's that. Now, the the... Okay, quickly on the submarine, as I said at the beginning, I just think it sort of brought interest worldwide. It's a sad occasion. We hoped they could be rescued. Everybody's in. It's like when a little girl goes down a well. Everybody's into it. We want to rescue people. But isn't it interesting? Five rich people down there, and we're all fascinated, but refugees on boats are drowning trying to save themselves, and no one seems to give a damn about it. It's a little out of whack. Anyway, they died. There's nothing more to be said. I hope they stop this kind of thing with people joyriding down to a grave site, the Titanic, where a thousand plus people died. And we should all keep them in our hearts for a moment. And when we come back after a little bit of this hymn, we're going to get on to a different topic George Santos. We'll be right back after you hear a few bars of a very solemn naval hymn appropriate for the occasion. his toys don't have any sharp edges you taught her what to do when the smoke alarm goes off and to wear a helmet when she rides her bicycle you do so much to keep your child safe but are you using the right car seat for your child car crashes are a leading killer of children ages 1 to 13 protect your child's future at every stage of life for information on the right seat for your child visit safercar.gov slash the right seat sponsored by the new york state governor's traffic safety committee Feel like you're trying to push a boulder uphill wearing skates? If you run or manage a local business today, you're challenged like never before. We get it, and we want to help. We're Salem Surround. We're a full-service marketing agency that'll help you increase your customer base by designing incredibly effective plans to reach your consumers day, night, and everywhere they might be. If you're a local business and want to see what Salem Surround can do for you, Google Salem Surround New York. Remember to Google Salem Surround New York today. 
$1,000. That's how much you can get when you trade in your owned or leased vehicle and purchase your next car with Bay Ridge Honda. They've been your family-owned and operated dealer for over 60 years. Your Honda dealer serving the five boroughs. Brooklyn, Manhattan, Staten Island, Queens, the Bronx, they all choose Bay Ridge Honda for their quality and their service. Browse from over 150 new Honda vehicles and over 80 certified pre-owned vehicles backed by the Honda True Program at their 2022 President's Award winning dealership. Right now, get 0% APR financing and zero down payment on select Honda models all month long. Plus, what I was talking about, receive $1,000 when you turn in your own vehicle or your leased vehicle and purchase your next car with them. Even if you don't buy from them, they want your car. Visit them at 4th Avenue and 88th Street in beautiful Bay Ridge, Brooklyn, or online at BayRidgeHonda.com. That's BayRidgeHonda.com. Available to qualified buyers. Additional fees may apply. See dealer for details and 630-2023. The debt ceiling crisis has come to a head. The administration is doing its best to force more government spending. They've reached a settlement to get the deal done for now, but our national debt continues to skyrocket. How are you protecting your savings? Times like these are when concerned savers like me turn to gold. It's really smart to do so, and I, like thousands of similar-minded people, buy my gold from Birch Gold. Birch Gold Group. Text Mike to 989898. They'll help you convert an existing IRA or 401k into an IRA in gold. You don't pay one penny out of pocket. As BRICS, Brazil, Russia, India, China, and South Africa band together against the dollar, more and more central banks are diversifying. You know what they're buying? Gold. I urge you to follow their lead. Just text Mike to 989898. We'll send you a free info kit on gold. No obligation, just great information. They've got an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau and thousands of happy customers like me. Text Mike to 989898. Take action today with Birch Gold Group. Is your husband or wife in a hospital or rehab center? Are people telling you that they are not eligible for Medicaid? The cost of a nursing home is $500 a day, $15,000 a month. Are you frightened about bankruptcy just to pay the medical and facility bills? Don't panic. Just call Connors and Sullivan, attorneys at law. These attorneys have been doing this for 40 years. They've helped hundreds of people just like you with the same thing that you could be going through. They'll tell you exactly what you're eligible for, and they'll also help you devise a plan to avoid such dire news as bankruptcy. Call Connors and Sullivan for a free initial consultation with a lawyer. That's 718 718- 238-6500 with offices in Manhattan, Brooklyn, Queens and Staten Island. It's never too late. The time to act is now, so don't wait and call Connors and Sullivan today 718-238-6500 that's 718-238-6500 and trust me folks, after you speak with them, you'll be glad that you did. Listen to AM 970 The Answer on Alexa. Tune in iHeart or odyssey.com. Day after day Alone on a hill The man with the foolish grin Is keeping perfectly still But nobody wants to know him They can see that he's just Nobody wants to know him That would be Congressman George Santos For the next few minutes, that's our topic And my guest is a longtime friend of mine And the Democratic candidate last year in the 3rd Congressional District who ran against George Santos and to much frustration told the media, this guy is not who you think he is, not who he says he is. And unfortunately, 
there weren't enough people in the media available to report, dig, find out then the truth about George Santos, as they now have. So this is Robert Zimmerman. Robert, welcome. Happy to have John, you on. Thank you. It is so great to be with you. Uh, thank you for bringing me on your program. And I want our listeners to know that in this very divided times we're living in, the very high partisan times, you have been, John, such an important voice for bringing people together, standing up for your principles as a Republican and conservative, but also working to build coalitions to, to help people. And so it's a special, it's a special privilege for me to be on with you, not just as, as a friend, but because of the work you've done in our communities on Long Island and your voice nationally to really rise above the partisanship. So it's really a great pleasure to be with you, and thank you. And by the way, that was the perfect lead-in music for our topic. Uh, I think they could actually call it Fools on the Hill because of the way some of the Republicans are conducting themselves. So, yeah. So it's really quite comfort. Yeah, so, okay, so thank you for the kind words. And I am the last Republican congressman from this same district that Santos now represents. And That's right. Um, so we have we have we got to hit all the stuff you're, you're that's the happened. Real Republican, oh, wow. real Republican. Yeah, and uh, we've got a couple things that happened today. So let's mm-hmm. go through those quickly. First, was the judge released the terms of who paid for his five hundred thousand dollar bond to keep him? He's under indictment to keep him out of jail, and it was revealed that it's his father and aunt. And right away, I, I go, I don't believe a word of it. What, what do you think? Well, you know, what also the judge revealed today is that neither the father nor the aunt were required to put up any, any funding or either financial, financial guarantees or property guarantees uh, to allow him to be out on bail for $500,000, which struck me as very, very odd and very unusual, to say the least. Um, the bottom line is, it's like everything else with George Santos. It always adds up to the worst possible conclusion. Uh, and so I think while people are focusing on the bail story right now, the biggest question is if it's as basic as this, as benign as this, why, what took them so long to release the names? Going so far as to say, I'll even go to jail before I release the names. There's a lot more to the story that we don't know. Clearly, the $500,000 Bailey's put out on, let me tell you something. Uh, he, you know, for a guy who campaigned against bail reform, he got one heck of a sweetheart deal, it looks like, uh, because uh, it's $500,000 in bail that maybe his father or his aunt are required to put up any finances or any property security to make sure that it's guaranteed guaranteed that he reports to court. That wouldn't be afforded too many other people for sure. Uh, but I think there's a bigger story than even the bail issue. It's really a side story in my mind. And that is the move by the House Ethics Committee today. Uh, I think is really worth focusing in on for a moment. Um, and that is, if I may, I think it's Politico called it a remarkable update, which is unusual for them to do in the first place. They announced more than 30 subpoenas on the Santos probe and also uh, announced that, you know, this, this, this investigation is going on for two months now. And normally the ethics committee would step aside for the Department of Justice, but they've made it clear they're continuing their probe and, in fact, put up a very unusual mid- midterm report, if you will, announced they issued more than 30 subpoenas. I think, John, they're clearly feeling the pressure and the heat over the need to uh, hold George Sanders accountable for the crimes he's already committed and the lies he's already acknowledged. 
I mean, we're facing crime was the fact that he, he acknowledged stealing checks from an elderly person in Brazil that could buy himself clothes and gifts. Uh, that's how, what a sociopath he is and how, sadly, uh, what, a, what, a, what a sick and amoral person, immoral person he is. So I think the ethics report is very significant to watch. And I think it all speaks to one thing. I think Republicans in Congress are feeling the heat. If they don't take action to expel Joyce Sanders from Congress, then they will be accomplices to his crimes, and they will be enablers. And I think even other Republican House members are raising that point. So I think we're seeing progress. I hope so. Yeah, I think the—don't we think the Republican freshmen, there are two of them on Long Island Mm -hmm. and a couple Mm -hmm. not far in Westchester and nearby— and one upstate. There are five of them, I believe. And they all have repeatedly called on Kevin McCarthy to expel Santos. Toot sweet. ASAP. Get him out. And McCarthy, what we think about McCarthy's thinking is he needs every vote he can get. He's got Chris Stewart resigning in Utah. So he's down to, I think, a three-vote margin in the House. Mm -hmm. So can he afford to lose Santos, or to, but, but at the same time, he's getting this pressure from members to get rid of Santos because they think they're going to lose their seats next year if Santos is still here. This so, is a really important point you're bringing up because does it cost them more to keep him or cost them more to expel him? In other words, very simply, they, they of course want to try to protect their majority as thin and fractured as it is. But it may be more damaging to them, and I think it will be far more damaging if they try to protect George Santos and keep him there. And as you pointed out, John, freshman Republicans are speaking up for his expulsion. You have been a leader in calling for Santos to be expelled as well, demanding the rule of law be respected and the integrity of the institution of the House be respected. And I think that, uh, to your credit as well, and I think what you're seeing is the impacts of public pressure. For example, in our congressional district, you're seeing Republicans and Democrats come together demanding that he be removed. We, uh, Frankly, John, I get phone calls all the time from constituents needing help because his office is basically shut down. They're providing really no services, and calls don't get returned. And if they get answered, there's no follow-through. Yeah. So I think yeah. to your point, you're seeing now Republicans understand there's a high, higher price to pay if they keep them because they then become accomplices and enablers to his criminal behavior. And he still hasn't answered the big question, and there are rumors about whether there'll be federal action on this. He claimed he loaned his own campaign $700,000. Well, there's, by every account, he didn't have that money to loan his own campaign. Where did the money come from? He won't say where it came from. And he also, John, as you know, won't deny that he's plea bargaining. He's been asked by the media, he's too, but he won't, he won't comment on it. He won't, won't comment on it. So I think there's a lot more to the story to be told. So. Right. And, and you know, I saw this morning on a show, um, Ed, Ed Luce from the Financial Times, talking about the House yesterday censuring Adam Schiff, which we're not that's not the topic right now. But this guy said, you know, here they are, the Republican majority spending their time going after Adam Schiff for doing what a committee chairman would do. Right. And they aren't going after George Santos. And how can that be? And yeah, it's really you hit on something very important. Uh, first of all, I proudly stand with Adam Schiff. And the censure on him was just a, an egregious abuse of a Republican majority 
uh, the conduct was egregious. Adam Schiff was doing his job as a committee chair and a leader in Congress. And but I think it speaks to the hypocrisy and the deceit of the Republican majority, how they can defend George Santos and they defend them by keeping them there. How they can excuse uh, the lies and the hateful rhetoric from Marjorie Taylor Greene and not censor her for that. I think it all speaks to um, or Lauren Boebert, for that matter. I think it speaks just how, how extreme and partisan the Republican Party is. In fact, how to touch the all with the needs of the American people. We have so many important issues to address, like the plight of our American veterans facing such really severe health crises. And, you know, emergencies we have to make sure that we can protect Social Security. Uh, the need we have to make sure we can restore the state and local tax deduction for New York State and the Northeast. We have really important issues to address that affect people's affordability, putting more cops in the street, having less guns on the street. There are real issues we have to address. And the fact that the House is wasting their time targeting Adam Schiff and even more than that, abusing their position by protecting George Santos, it's unconscionable. And I think there'll be a public reaction to it. Right. Now, Robert, we're running out of time. So uh, you're going to stay on this thing as a public advocate in the district and on Long Island and on the media because the pressure must be kept on the political system to punish and expel a man who lied his way into public office and then replace him. doesn't matter if it's a Republican or a Democrat. It's got to be a serious person who wants to address yeah. problems. We don't mind if someone's a conservative or a liberal, but they've well, got to be honest it, it, about it. Matters it. To, it, it I, I want to see a mainstream, independent-thinking Democrat in that position, but we can come back and talk about that another day. Great. Right now, it's critical to build a bipartisan coalition, and that's what I'm working on every day to make sure he's expelled from Congress and we can put someone in office who's going to be there to serve the people. Right. So that is you, Robert Zimmerman. Thank you so much for coming on. And and this song has nothing to do with you. It has to do with 435 people down there. And Paul McCartney was prescient when he wrote and sang this song. We'll be right back. is Hezekiah Walker here. Don't miss your Sunday morning celebration with yours truly, Hezekiah Walker, 7 a.m. on AM 970, The Answer. We are playing the best in gospel worship to lift your praises to God. So join me this Sunday morning and get your worship on with Sunday morning celebration with yours truly, Hezekiah Walker. To find more celebration, just follow me on Facebook, the official Hezekiah Walker page, Bishop Hez on IG, and the Hezekiah Walker YouTube channel. AM 970, The Answer, doesn't have to stop when you turn off your radio. Like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter or Instagram. Download the app. Just search AM 970, The Answer. Take us with you wherever you go. Hi, it's Arthur Idala, and graduation season is here, and many students finish college without a clear path towards a career. Do you know a graduate in this position? Well, tell them about Plaza College's accelerated program in court reporting, which allows them to speed their way into the legal field and make great money without going to law school. This is an in-demand, lucrative career with flexibility that more people need to know about. I speak to the district attorney's offices often, and they are in dire need of court reporters. Courts 
schools, television stations, they're all seeking these professionals to record and caption everything from depositions, classes, live shows, and sporting events. With the national shortage, the National Court Reporters Association partnered with Plaza College to offer a free two-week virtual seminar that gives a glimpse into the world of court reporting and captioning. The program is called A to Z, and it's being offered free and can be completed from the convenience of your home. So sign up today by emailing info at plazacollege.edu. That's info at plazacollege.edu. My name is Imran Ansari, and I lead the Civil Litigation Division of Idala, Bertuna & Kamins, the preeminent New York litigation law firm. The tires screech, the impact is felt. Boom. You've just been in a car accident. It's a scary situation that none of us want to experience. But if you have been injured in a car accident, then you may be entitled to significant monetary compensation for your injuries. It's important you speak to an attorney right away to make sure your rights are protected. Myself and our team of experienced trial attorneys will never settle for less than what you deserve. We are always ready to go to court to fight for you and seek justice. So if you or a loved one have been injured in an accident, don't delay. Call Idala Bertuna and at 212-486-0011. That's 212-486-0011. Or visit us on the web at idalalaw.com. idalalaw.com. Idala Bertuna and Kamins, fighting for justice, fighting for you. Hi, it's Arthur Idala, and I am in love with my shiny, bald, smooth head. Hemp Leaf products are made with all natural ingredients and essential oils to bring you comfort and relief and keep you looking young. Hemp Leaf is the next big thing in skin and body care. The whipped body butters and creams leave my skin feeling soft, smooth, hydrated, giving my aging skin the nourishment it needs to stay young and healthy. Their liquid black soap glides on, leaving my my skin soft, crisp, and clean. They also have this amazing muscle rub called Icy Pot. The guys at Hemp Leaf also gave me samples of a remarkable neuropathy cream called Helixer that I gave to Marianne, and she uses it on her heels. She said it's been nothing short of a miracle. Within minutes, it soothes her aching feet. Remember, they don't put anything on your body that you wouldn't put in it. Visit them at HempLeaf.com. That's Hemp, H-E-M-P-L-I-E-F.com. Mention the name Arthur at checkout, and you'll receive 10% off. Listen to us online at am970theanswer.com. Tune in, iHeart, Alexa, or odyssey.com. We're back to the Arthur Idala Power Hour with New York City's preeminent trial attorney and quintessential New Yorker, attorney Arthur Idala. That is the great Don Henley, drummer, lead singer of the Eagles, as a solo artist 30 years ago, Dirty Laundry, about the news business, the news industry. This is John Laboulier sitting in just tonight for Arthur Idala, who's doing something else right now, asked me to sit in tonight. I'm happy to be here. We've done the submarine. We may come back to that. We've done George Santos. Now we're going to switch for a minute. And we have on the phone from Houston, Texas, a great friend of mine, a very experienced radio talk show host and a committed conservative, Sam Malone, not from Cheers, but from Houston. <laughs> Hello, Sam. Dude, how are you, buddy? Greetings from the great red state of Texas. Deep red. I'm wearing a sweater with Texas red tonight. <laughs> but we're here not to talk about Texas, really. We're here to talk right. about conservative media. It's a segment you and I did 
for years on your morning yeah. drive time Houston talk radio show. It became so popular on your show that uh, it went national in a way. People would call in and listen uh, on the Internet to your sh- that segment on your show because you and I seem to figure out, uh, ahead of other people, what is going on in the media that a lot of these dopes don't figure out. So, <laughs> And that's a kind term. Um, so since we last talked, Sam, look what's happened. CNN has collapsed. Fox fired Tucker Carlson. Their ratings have gone way down. MSNBC is suddenly number one at primetime at night. Newsmax has picked up. News Nation has picked up. And now Jeff Zucker, fired at CNN a year and a half ago, is making noises about buying CNN. I mean, can you believe all this? No, it's crazy. And, you know, you got to remind people for 10 years, you and I did conservative media talk and we peel the onion on what's going on behind the scenes and give our opinion. CNN's in the toilet. CNN is a dumpster fire, right? The fact that Discovery's like, hey, you know, maybe we'll, we'll, we'll sell it, put up for sale. We'll go out in the front of the lawn and put up for sale sign and a phone number. <laughs> the story you sent, which was all on point, shows that Jeff Zucker, who was tossed out for having maybe inappropriate relations with a woman who worked there, may want to lead the buyer's group. And it reminds me of Sun Tzu a thousand years ago, the general, who said, hell hath no fury like a woman scorned. You take that in 2023, hell hath no fury like a short, bald guy scorned because he was caught with his pants down. And it looks like if that happens, CNN will be forced to go through a three-step process, which I think you and I probably covered for years. And if not, I mean, right now it's, it's, it's a, it is a dumpster fire with a low ticket. If he can get it for a low ticket price, he'd have to adhere to it. A three point program with any any hopes of turning that around, Boots. Uh, to me, I'm just flabbergasted. I can remember the beginning of CNN, CNN 40 years ago, first cable news network. Then it became international. It was the place to go for news. It had no yeah. bias. It was it was great. And then came Bill Clinton. And when Bill Clinton was president, something happened where CNN decided to throw in with Bill Clinton and Hillary Clinton, too. And it became the Clinton News Network. That was the, the, right. the joke. And because of that, by 96, a very sharp guy from Australia named Rupert Murdoch says to a guy from Youngstown, Ohio, named Roger Ailes, you know, there's a space in the American political spectrum. And the TV spectrum, there's a space there for us to fill. And they start Fox News in 1996 as an antidote to the Clinton News Network. And within five years, they become number one. And we're number one, Sam, every hour of every day, of every week, of every month, of every year for about 20 years. It's an incredible record that they have now gone and self-immolated themselves, and they aren't number one anymore. No. They're number one. I, I don't think they break top 20 in most cases. I'm going to tell you something. I mean, you can hear the music in the background, and you've met my wife. I've got a hot hot wife. I'm having a, a date with her tonight. A very a, hot I'm, wife. 
by the Very way. High. And I, I way you know, the old expression, you should marry up. <laughs> Let me say, you I did. did. <laughs> Thanks to Aerosmith concert tickets. But I am at a, a I won't say which Capitol Grill I'm at right now with a McAllen 12 and a Porcini ribeye in front of me. No TVs are on CNN. When I go to the gym, I work out five days a week in the morning. No, no TVs are on CNN. Now you got the, you talked about the sub story, which you covered. That that would be the time when you go to CNN. Oh, breaking news! No one's going there, so they lost market credibility. Advertisers are sitting there going, "Hey, you promised us X number of ratings. Where are they?" So it's a bad cycle, and they need to boots like somebody who's going through a rehab program admit where they screwed up come clean to the people they hurt and offended and then there's a slight chance they could turn that what we call in texas pull a 180 to save the property yeah so he, so even if zucker comes in if they don't do that what's the point it's the same junkie corolla that's been sitting on the car lot that no one's buying for right. crying out loud in the bucket right. I, you know, I used to say to you, and I'll say it again, which is if uh, if you uh, have a, a, t- a sports team and you're losing all the time, uh, you bring in a new manager, a new general manager to run the team, and the first thing they should do is get rid of all the players who've been losing right. and get new Absolutely. young guys and start all over again. Well, they brought Chris Licht in to run CNN May of a year ago, so it's 13 months. And... Every week on our segment, I'd say to you, Sam, why isn't he changing the on-air people? Because that's what we watch. We watch the hosts. We don't watch the executives. And he never did. He, and he, he went through all this sturm and drong to get rid of Don Lemon, a year to get rid of Don Lemon. He should have gotten rid of him on day one. He should have gotten rid of virtually everybody and brought in new people, made a new look, and started all over again. Amen. And they didn't do it, Amen. and a year later, Chris Licht is out of work and may never get another TV gig because he screwed it up so bad. He was, the, as you discussed on our program, you, he was the golden boy. He was with the Sesloff and the whole crew. He was going to fix it. But what he didn't do in broadcast as in war is to get people who believe in you to surround you, your command staff, whether you're in battle, whether you're in media, like I am still, is to create a command staff who believes in the mission. And what I was reading was the people were sabotaging him every step of the way, John, with the VA. And he didn't create a command staff of those who love, admire, and respect his mission. Those are three simple things to do. So what did they do? They kept planning stories that you and I would talk about. Chris Lick doesn't have respect in the newsroom. Chris Lick is blah, blah, blah. And it just slipped away from him. Right. He, now, he, Sam, he was Sam, a man. Sam, that's CNN. Let's go to Fox for a minute and, and Tucker Carlson. Tucker Carlson got fired. He's still getting paid. He's got a non-compete right. clause. He's doing a weekly video show on Twitter, getting a lot of hits, I read. Yep. Uh, Fox is suing him to prevent him from doing that. What's the future of Tucker Carlson? He is a brand that cannot be bowed with because – you and I talked about this. I stopped watching Fox after the Arizona call against Trump, right? Yeah. I was a big Fox fan. In my company, I have a huge screens on Newsmax. So Tucker is a monster brand. Suing him, messing with him, only enhances his brand. 
it only makes his P1s, his loyal viewers, even more loyal. Fox, on the other hand, as you and I talked about, with the direction that it uh, appears to have changed to a more liberal slant, in my opinion. So you, if I were them, I would let Tucker be an island, let him be somewhere in the Lesser Antilles, St. John, St. Thomas, let him do his thing and forget about him. Picking a fight with him is a bad idea for the brand because it shows that you're taking on a conservative. Picking on him shows you're taking on a guy who is a true voice of well, conservatives across America. And by the way, since they fired him, the, the overall ratings of Fox uh, have gone down. Not just that yeah. hour, but all day and all night, it's gone down. Look, you know, you found my bride. She only watched Tucker. She started to watch. She was watching Sean a lot. And we love Sean, man. He's a great guy. But my bride was thought Tucker was the greatest. And when he left, she said, that's it. I'm done. She said, I'm joining you. We're turning it off completely. And do you so still have Newsmax on in your lobby? Every morning. Every morning Newsmax is on at, at 8 a.m. Central Time. Okay. I open up the shop. I put Newsmax on. Sammy boy, we got to go. It's great to be back on the air with you. I hope we do it again. You're a great radio host. It's a shame oh, you're not you. on at the moment, but you'll be back. <laughs> you should be on in the whole nation. I think you're the best. You And if I am, you are with me, buddy. Thank you, Sam. <laughs> we'll be. This is John Laboulier again. We'll be right back. Open phones coming up at 1-877-970-2999. My name is Imran Ansari, and I lead the Civil Litigation Division of Idala, Bertuna, and Kamins. Suffering an injury in an accident can be a life-changing experience. Whether you've been involved in a car accident, a construction site accident, a slip and fall, or injured because of someone else's negligence, we can help. Our team of experienced trial attorneys will never settle for less than what you are owed. We are always ready to go to court to fight for you and seek justice. If you have been injured because of someone else's negligence, you have legal rights and may be entitled to significant money to compensate you for your pain and suffering. Hiring the right attorney is important. The combined experience of the lawyers at Idala, Bertuna, and Kamins will be able to lead you through the personal injury lawsuit process and aggressively fight for the best result. If you or a loved one have been injured in an accident, don't delay. Call 212-486-0011, 212-486-0011, or visit us at idalalaw.com. Idala, Bertuna, and Kamins, fighting for justice, fighting for you. Folks, have you heard that our morning host Joe Piscopo and Steve Perillo have put together a special intimate trip to Rome and Sicily for our AM 970 listeners? Do you want to go? It's simple. Just call 800-431-1515, 1-800-431-1515 and say, I want to go to Apollonia's hometown with Joey P. Please make it happen. How does that sound? You go to Rome for three nights, including a special intimate performance by Joe Piscopo. Then you fly directly to Sicily, visiting Catania, Taromina, and Palermo. See medieval towns like Savoca and Forza de Agro in Messina. Why these towns? Because we're going to visit some of the iconic sites from the famous Godfather movie. How cool is that? Can't leave Sicily until you have a wine tasting in the shadow of Mount Etna. You'll do that too. And then on to Palermo for three more nights. Nine nights in all. The tour dates are October 18th to 28th. Be a part of this special event. Call Perillo Tours at 1-800-431-1515. 1-800-431-1515. Or go to perillotours.com. Kevin McCullough is next on AM 970. 
The Answer. Okay, we are back. This is John LeBoulier sitting in for Arthur Idala just for tonight. Arthur will be back tomorrow. We're having a good time together, I hope. Hope you're enjoying the show. We now have phone calls wide open, and we have a caller, John from Port Washington. John, good evening. Well, good evening, Congressman. Thanks very much for taking my call. And this is a great, great show you have here. Oh. This is wonderful. I hope you do this more often. Well, thank you very much. But I, the fact that you're from Port Washington, you're in the infamous third congressional district, which we spent the first half of the yeah, show talking about. Yeah, I am, about. you know, sort of your, your average person on the street. I did pay attention to the campaign. Obviously, I, I voted, um, and I voted for Mr. Zerman because there were a few things I read during the campaign, you know, that were pretty disturbing. But I understand Mr. Zerman brought out a lot of these things. During the campaign, and do you know do you know anything about that? Do you know much more about that? I just I've heard that he has. I do. I, I know Robert went to every media entity from Newsday on down and locally. Uh huh. Wow. And had everything he could find on Santos, gave it to them, and only one paper really did anything. The North Shore Leader, published by Grant Lally, did a great job. Well, yeah. In fact, when I read that piece, early October, I think which detailed a lot of the stuff that we now have come to know about Santos. I, I read that thing. I said, are you kidding me? How is this guy getting nominated twice by the Republican Party in 2018 and 2020? Or, no, 2020 and 2022. How could they nominate this guy? Lo and behold, he gets elected. And by late January, Three weeks into his term in Congress, the Republican leader, Joe Cairo, a very accomplished leader, has realized that he got snookered by George Santos and has called uh, for his see. removal. And, well, what are you, what are the other people yeah. you know in the district? What do they think of Santos? Well, you know what? We're reasonably informed people. And we knew, that, I mean, first of all, uh, Mr. Zimmerman's ads were out there, and it had, I mean, what really uh, upset us the most was the fact that uh, Santos was involved in January 6th. Now, he had every right in the world to be upset about Trump losing or or even voice opinions about the election process, but uh, the January 6th thing and being involved in that and running for Congress, I seem to remember Mr. Zimmerman running ads on that, but he also... Um, brought out other things that turned out to have been expanded upon after the election by people like the New York Times and all that. So, uh, I mean, it's interesting that he brought that out. So, you know, what my question, my question is going going forward. Uh, I my actually it's really more of a statement. I'm hoping that Mr. Zimmerman stays involved, um, keeps his feet very much involved in the district the way he has, and if there is a resignation or any removal from office, that he runs again. Uh, he's shown that he can bring out the truth. Well, you know what I admire about uh, Robert Zimmerman is that he is not pushing himself. Uh, he's not running for mm -hmm. anything at the moment. He doesn't answer that question. He wants to focus on Santos because he's got to be gotten out of there 
way before 2024 right. when there's an election. And maybe maybe Robert will run in that election. We don't know. But, I mean, my God, every day that goes by, we're paying a salary to an out-and-out <laughs> crook in George Santos who's going to end up behind bars, there's no doubt. He's been indicted multiple times. And we hear— Well, I have to tell you, Mr. LeBouillet, people on the street, they all know about what Santos has done or what he hasn't done. All of the many lies, some of them are comical or not. But everybody's asking everybody else, you know, where's the money? Where did that money come from? This is even before the the, um, bond was put up for the case. Where did that, I think it's $700,000 or so, came from? 705000 Wow. Do we know anything about that? Can you tell us a little about that? Well, we know that he had no money of his own in 2018 when he ran and said he had none. Then suddenly, two years later, when he's the candidate again, at the last minute, he drops 705000 and he claims it's uh, into the campaign. He says it's his own money and has never shown how he earned or got that money. It's very mysterious. He goes through campaign treasures like I go through pairs of socks because the treasurer has to sign a legal document about where the money's coming from. And they all quit because they don't want to. Well, obviously, Santos won't tell them the truth about where the money comes from. I have to think, though, John, the feds are on to Santos. They've, as I said, they've indicted him already. They're still investigating. And the House Ethics Committee is still investigating. They're going to find yeah. the true source of that 705000 yeah. and it's not going to be good for Santos. Well, i got to tell you one thing in closing before I let, I let you go, Congressman, and that is listening to Robert Thurman is both refreshing and depressing. Depressing because it's so clearly that he's so much more qualified to be in Congress and should be in Congress, and it just underlines, I mean, what, what a travesty this guy is representing us or not representing us, as the case may be. But, yep. but thanks for taking my call, Congressman. I appreciate it. Well, thanks for calling. Great to have you on, John, from Port Washington. Yeah. I hope we'll talk again. Thank you. Uh, Bye-bye. All right. We've got a few minutes left. I want to sum up a few of the things we've talked about today. We've talked about the submarine. And the Wall Street Journal is now reporting that the U.S. Navy, with their uh, – underwater listening system that we've put in over the decades to listen for Soviet subs coming through the North Atlantic. It's called the SOSA system. Apparently, several days ago, the SOSA system picked up the explosion of this submarine imploding. And I'm sure they've been wary about announcing that because they don't like to tell the Russians or the Chinese or anybody else how effective our underwater listening system is. But we have it all over the world because what we try to do is track hostile nuclear submarines with the capability of getting to our coastlines and launching ICBMs. So we basically, hopefully, know where every sub is every second uh, around the clock. And that's the SOSA system, but it picks up other sounds and things, and it picked up this explosion. That is leaked out tonight during this show. I'm sure there will be more about it. And in the way the news goes, folks, in a day or two, we won't talk about this submarine anymore or the five people who died. 
including another story that just broke, that the teenage boy, the son of one of the five, four others on the boat, he didn't want to go on this trip, but he did it to please the father and has lost his life because of it. And it's the way I opened up the show almost an hour ago. Um, I think it's a waste of life. I think for five people to get in a little tube like this and try to go down to look at a ship, if you go online, there's the most unbelievable pictures anyway taken by Robert Ballard and other people in submersibles. You can see every nook and cranny of the Titanic 12,000 feet down. You don't need to get in an unsafe little sub and go down there and in the process lose your life, lose your son's life, and put at risk all these assets from Boston, St. John, Newfoundland, England, all came to try to rescue these people, millions of dollars. I mean, it's just, it's so selfish. And I, I, I wish they were alive, and I wish they'd never even tried to do it. That's that. Then we got the George Santos story. We've got to keep our eyes on that. And let's see if the political system can clean itself up. That's the big thing to take away from this. And the media landscape, changing all the time, including in talk radio, too. And it's changing, and it'll keep changing. And hopefully out of it you can glean the truth and know what is the real news and not what is propaganda and spin. And you have to really work at taking all of it and filtering it out and thinking, what am I being fed, what's true, and what isn't. So this is John LeBoutlier. I've had a pleasure. I want to thank Alex Garrett, our producer tonight. Uh, I want to thank the state. Hey, at least the Yanks are doing well, right? Finally. Say again? At least the Yanks are finally doing well well for a moment. We won the series against the Mariners, and we could sweep it tonight. That would be great. And we've got some good series coming up. The Yanks are going to make the playoffs. The question is, what's it going to look like in October? So, Alex, thank you for having me. Thank you for Great doing this show. tonight. Great show tonight. Yes, great sir. music, the Beatles, Don Henley, the hymn. It was all great. Dan Hartman, instant replay, which we're going to end with right now. And thank you again. It's been John LeBoutlier sitting in for Arthur Idala, who will be back tomorrow. Have a good night. The Arthur Idala Power Hour is sponsored by Idala Bertuna and Cammons, PC. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.